Pushkin. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases. And 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA Salt Lake City branch, subject to credit approval, terms apply. Musora is your access to online music lessons for guitar, piano, drums, and singing. You know, I love music, but I haven't picked up an instrument in years. You know why? I tell myself, I don't have time. Where am I going to find a teacher? Well, there's an answer. Musora. Musora is the place where you can learn essential skills and techniques with more than a hundred of the world's best teachers and musicians and thousands of famous songs. You get seven days totally free to try it out. And then it's just $30 per month, less than a single private lesson. Just go to musora.com to start a new musical journey today. The most innovative companies are going further with T-Mobile for Business. The PGA of America is helping lower scores and elevate fan experiences with AI coaching tools and 5G-connected cameras. AAA is getting more drivers back on the road fast with location telematics. And the Las Vegas Grand Prix is powering race day operations with 5G connectivity, giving fans an experience at the speed they deserve. This is Accelerating Innovation with T-Mobile for Business. Take your business further at tmobile.com slash now. Hi, everyone. It's Paul Muldoon. Before we get to this episode, I wanted to let you know that you can binge all 12 episodes of McCartney, A Life in Lyrics right now, ad-free, by becoming a Pushkin Plus subscriber. Find Pushkin Plus on the McCartney A Life and Lyrics show page in Apple Podcasts or at pushkin.fm slash plus. We're so sorry, Uncle Albert. Should we look at yeah. Uncle Albert? Uncle Albert. Yeah, I actually had an Uncle Albert. We're so sorry. Albert worked with my dad in a cotton firm. Dad was a salesman. Uncle Albert, I think, was maybe something a little higher. Mm-hmm. He certainly had more money. But Uncle Albert, he was, you know, our family gatherings were always very great, very friendly, very humorous occasions. And they would get pissed. A lot of the uncles were, we referred to as piss artists. Mm. You mean um, they, get, they drink a bit? They would drink a little, yeah. Uncle Albert would stand on the table and recite the Bible for some reason. Well, as he should. Well, you know, keep everyone straight and in the way of the light. Paul Muldoon, 
And I've been fortunate to spend time with one of the greatest songwriters of our era. And will you look at me? I'm going up to I'm actually a performer. That is Sir Paul McCartney. We worked together on a book looking at the lyrics of more than 150 of his songs, and we recorded many hours of our conversations. Am I actually a songwriter? My God, well, that, that crept up on me. This is McCartney, A Life in Lyrics, a masterclass, a memoir, and an improvised journey with one of the most iconic figures in popular music. In this episode, Uncle Albert, Admiral Halsey. In 1963, their manager, Brian Epstein, relocated the Beatles' base operations to London. By the end of the 1960s, when Paul McCartney wrote Uncle Albert, his old life in Liverpool seemed far away. I'd moved away from Liverpool quite firmly by this point, and I wouldn't see the family anywhere near as regularly. We might go back up for a New Year's Eve party. After I moved to London, I would sometimes throw a New Year's party. The idea of reassembling the family in the good times. So there were a lot of jokes, a lot of songs, a lot of wit, a lot of play. All my uncles, I can't think of one who wasn't funny. But it became less and less as time went on. Well, they became less and less, they died. So the older generation, my dad's generation, and they're all gone now. So, yeah, there was a nostalgic feeling for, you know, that. And also this feeling of, I've moved myself so far out of what you know, what Uncle Albert knows about the cotton exchange, and then getting up on the table and getting drunk, and he's smoking his pipe. As Paul McCartney left his family behind in Liverpool, he was also leaving behind an era of war and poverty that framed the decades of his youth, the 1940s and 1950s. This is a part of Liverpool, a city of nearly a million inhabitants and one of the biggest ports and shipbuilding areas in the world. During the war, it was a target for air raids which laid waste whole areas. Even though they were surrounded by these bombed-out areas, the McCartneys weren't directly affected by the war. Paul's father worked at a cotton mill, and his mother was a nurse. It was a striving, working-class home. But the effects of the war were still very much felt in Liverpool, a city which, throughout the 1950s, had rationing protocols in place and was littered with bombsites. I'd moved away from all of that. It was just like as if it had just gone. Just because of the circumstances of your life. Yeah, it had, it had kind of gone mentally, and, but also physically. It was like it was in a film. You'd just see that set drift off. Now the city council are rebuilding fast. One of the most interesting achievements of the council was to establish, over a hundred years ago, public wash houses, where, even now, thousands of Liverpool housewives bring their weekly wash. 
On top of the physical distance McCartney had put between himself and his hometown of Liverpool, he had also taken up a lifestyle that was light years removed from his humble beginnings. We're so sorry, Uncle Albert. I'm not really saying I'm sorry, but I'm saying you wouldn't get where I am now. I'm like in the Beatles. I'm like living in a big house in London. But isn't it also saying I want to be with you? I'm so sorry if we caused you any pain. There's no one left at home when I believe I'm going to rain. There's no one left at home when I believe I'm going to rain. It's just that, a, a distance. I'm sorry, I meant only by that, but you don't want that distance. You yourself don't want that distance. I don't or didn't or... Yeah, you didn't. Well, I think that's like saying you don't want anyone to die. Uh-huh. I mean, it's, it's an unfortunate reality, uh-huh. that distance. Uh-huh. It, it must happen to everyone, I unless you still live with your mum and dad. The Beatles' wild popularity meant that Paul was living an extravagant life in London. His uncle Albert didn't actually do much calling, but his aunt Jin would occasionally make the trip down to check in. I mean, you go back into the sort of bosom of your family when when your auntie comes to visit. You just do sort of all the old things. and So I was just sort of sitting around playing a bit of piano, and then in the evenings we'd sort of sit around, have a drink and play cards and just talk and everything, you know. And she'd originally come down, one of the reasons she'd come down was to <coughs> talk to me about the sin of smoking pot. She'd been sent down. She was, they called it, they used to call her control. <laughs> she'd been sent down as an emissary. And now, who would have sent her down? Who, who would have been sent down? The family. The family. The extended family. Who knows which one or how many? Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know, really. I think, you know, the word had just got back that our Paul's going a bit wild in London, you know, so go and check him out, Ginny. In the song, McCartney sings the first verse in a tone aligned with his younger, naive self, New to London, far from home, apologising for his departure, promising to get in touch only if he has something to report. We're so sorry, but we haven't heard a thing all day. We're so sorry, Uncle Albert. So I'm saying I used to hear from him a lot. And so now I'm saying we haven't heard a thing all day. So sorry, Uncle Albert. But if anything should happen, we'll be sure to give a ring. It's just that sort of dismissive thing. You know, pat, pat, pat on the head. We'll be in touch. Now the speaker of the song seems to talk down to his relatives who cannot possibly understand his fabulous new life in the city. Yeah, I'm just imagining him now as a character. 
There he is, Uncle Albert. We're so sorry, but we haven't done a bloody thing all day. And now I go into character now, and I'm now some sort of very arrogant posh guy. Now I'm like, oh, so sorry, Uncle Albert. We haven't done a bloody thing all day. You know, so we've got another life here, and I'm afraid, you know, I'm dismissing you. So the act, the shift in accent is enough. I'm trying to remember now how you do this. Yeah, that's right, yeah. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA Salt Lake City Branch, subject to credit approval. Terms apply. Musora is your access to online music lessons for guitar, piano, drums, and singing. This is your chance to reignite some old musical passions or pick up an instrument for the first time. Connect with more than 100 of the world's best teachers and musicians. You'll get seven days totally free to try it out, and then it's just $30 a month, less than a single private lesson. I mean, why do we do life in lyrics? Not just because we love hearing from great musicians. We do it because we think that there is something beautiful about the appreciation of music. Don't you think we need more of that in our lives these days? That's the mission of Musora, to inspire, educate, and connect musicians. Enjoy unlimited personal support, weekly live streams, student lesson plans. It's like having a personal music teacher, only much, much better. Just go to musora.com, M-U-S-O-R-A.com, to start a new musical journey today. Hello, hello. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. Let me tell you an unconventional story about a healthcare group that wanted to improve their efficiency. Boston Children's Hospital. They were already a leading pediatric facility. Their patient outcomes, workflows, and delivery of care were already great. But they wondered, how can we make it better? So the hospital got to work. Their idea was to build what they called clinical mobility, meaning a system which would allow their staff to access information and interact with patients on mobile devices anywhere in the hospital. And what made that possible? 5G. The hospital rebuilt their entire system with 5G technology at its core. That infrastructure now supports thousands of phones and tablets so practitioners can communicate with patients on a whole new level. Boston Children's also made sure the system could flex and scale to handle medical advancements like robotic surgery and virtual reality for training and research. This was worlds away from how they had previously operated. This innovative work hasn't gone unnoticed, first by patients, but also by their peers. Boston Children's was a first-place winner in the industry category at last year's Unconventional Awards from T-Mobile for Business, an event that celebrates customers who've dared to innovate for the sake of innovation. 
If the Boston Children's story rings a bell with you, if your team has asked the same questions about building a better business solution, I encourage you to enter this year's awards. It's a great way to be recognized for smart, disruptive thinking in front of some of your industry's most influential leaders. You can enter at tmobile.com slash unconventional awards. That's tmobile.com slash unconventional awards. I'll save you a seat. By the time Paul McCartney wrote the song Uncle Albert in 1970, even the shine of London had worn off. The stodgy business meetings, the decline of the Beatles, fame and glamour losing their luster. The band had once carried the playful, spontaneous energy of their hometown. But at the end of the decade, this playfulness had fizzled out. Once again, McCartney would have to create a new life. So then it goes into hands across the water. Hands across the water, there's a principle. Um, this is more now bringing it, this is more me and Linda. Hands across the water, you know, American and British. Mm-hmm. Okay. Heads across the sky. I, that's, I like that image a lot. Hands across the water, heads across the sky. Mm. It's interesting. Mm. It works for uh, Anglo-American yeah. sort of thing. As the song shifts into a kind of carolesque nursery rhyme, another character enters the scene. This is William Bull Halsey, an admiral in the American Navy during the Second World War, and who, you can tell from interviews, wasn't an especially nursery rhyme-like character. We have knocked down our planes... We have burned them, we have drowned them. And they're just as pleasant to burn as they are to drown. And does Halsey have any particular, is that an historical character? I don't know where I got Admiral Halsey from. I would have just read it or heard it somewhere. And then now I'm in, I'm in the, this arrogant upper class person who's got into the song. And I'm just having fun with it. I like that. Yes. He goes... So it's a playlet, basically. It's a little play, yeah, exactly. Not necessarily a let, but... I suppose if this was a play, you could give these lines to different characters. Admiral Halsey needs a berth to get to sea, but the narrator is ignoring him, is too busy having a cup of tea and some butter pie. <laughs> That's <laughs> Linda. Butter pie? Uh-huh. The butter wouldn't also put it in the pie. I like that. Amid the bleak negotiations surrounding the Beatles and the impossibility of returning home to Liverpool, 
McCartney found the humour and lightheartedness he remembered from his extended family in his new wife, Linda Eastman. But these, this little little beer gypsy get around, this is me and Linda at that time. Uh-huh. And this is sort of what we did. Yeah, what, what did you do? Well, as I say, we wanted to escape the rigid systems we were living in. Mine was Apple, business, Alan Klein, takeovers, all of that. And I always, I wanted to buy my own Christmas tree. I didn't want the office to send a Christmas tree around for me. That's a great, great way of putting it. Uh, so I did. I started actually doing that. Or chopping one down in a forest in the back of the Land Rover. It's not as strong as a rebel, but we were rebellious. Rebels with a sense of humour. doing all sorts of things like that. We were involved with like the animal activists, getting our own Christmas tree, then there would be cooking stuff, we go vegetarian, yeah. and now she's going to figure out how we do Christmas turkey. So we do a macaroni turkey. It's like mac and cheese, but it goes solid. Mm-hmm. And then we'd slice it, mm-hmm. and we'd have that as our macaroni turkey. Paul and Linda managed to cut free and establish not only a new family, but a creative partnership. The song Uncle Albert, credited to the husband-wife duo, was number one on the American charts. In their new, more bohemian lifestyle, Paul and Linda could also establish the family life they wanted, filled with joyous humour and fun. It was perhaps this experience, raising children on the farm, that inspired McCartney to write about his extended family back in Liverpool. His uncle Albert, who had countered the war with a similar sense of humour. It was a good upbringing. Mm-hmm. And I thought everyone's families were like that. Mm-hmm. John, I'm here about his family life, and it was like, oh my God. Yeah, so I really praised my family for that because it was so rich. It really was rich. And I think a lot of what I am and a lot of what I write about and a lot of what I think is that. You know, I often say I've met a lot of very amazing, influential people in the world. You know, Thatcher, Barack Obama, you know. The one and only Sir Paul McCartney. Thank you so much. Well, some of my Liverpool family, I think, was was better. They just had something going for them. Besides this niceness, besides this good manners, sense of humour was ridiculous. They were always being funny. And my theory is because they just got out of a bloody war, mm-hmm. unlike a lot of their friends. And they just escaped being bombed.
Albert Admiral Halsey from Paul and Linda McCartney's 1971 album Ram. In our next episode. And if I said I really knew you well, what would your answer be? If you were here today, here today, a love song to John Lennon at a conversation that never took place. McCartney, A Life in Lyrics is a co-production between iHeartMedia, MPL and Pushkin Industries. Musora is your access to online music lessons for guitar, piano, drums and singing. You know, I love music, but I haven't picked up an instrument in years. You know why? I tell myself, I don't have time. Where am I going to find a teacher? Well, there's an answer. Musora. Musora is the place where you can learn essential skills and techniques with more than a hundred of the world's best teachers and musicians and thousands of famous songs. You get seven days totally free to try it out. And then it's just $30 per month, less than a single private lesson. Just go to musora.com to start a new musical journey today. The tradition of breaking tradition continues with the return of the unconventional awards from T-Mobile for Business at Mobile World Congress. This is an event that celebrates innovators whose bold actions took their industries to new places. If that sounds like you and you're a T-Mobile for Business customer, enter today. If you win, you'll be publicly honored amongst some of the most influential leaders in industry. And me, I'll be there too. Enter now at tmobile.com slash unconventional awards. See you there. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.